What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Oh, what's so funny? <laughs> you know what's so funny. It's like, so guys, to give you some insight here, a little, little, little light insight. What? I go to hit record. What? What are we doing? Relax, relax. I go to hit record. And I'm like, before I hit record, I'm like always checking. I'm like, yo, we good? We good? Are, are we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's good. And then I, like, not even a second in. Like, wait, 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 I gotta do something. I'm like, dog, <laughs> dog, dog. Oh, man. What is going on, everyone? I'm Shadell, co-host of Page on the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. And boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I hope everyone's doing well. I kind of feel like we're still, you know, still on the struggle bus with this whole corona stuff and being stuck in the uh, house. Yeah, we're going to be the struggle bus for like, I don't know, probably the next year. Decades. Don't say that. Stay home forever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I wish everyone the best during these uh, these sh- troubling times. I mean. But also don't be dumb. I'm just saying. Yeah, Please stay, don't. Stay inside. D- don't. Be the person who contributes to the spread, especially if you go in to states that have it under control more than your state and then you want to bring it here. Don't do that. Okay, let me be your translator. She's telling you to stay out of Connecticut. Pretty much. And New York, but mainly Connecticut. (laughs) I saw last week Connecticut was literally the only green state. So it's like, wow, Connecticut actually gets a gold star for something. That's crazy. Can we lower our taxes now? No, see, they'll use that. They'll be like, "We're the only good state." So, like, <laughs> you have to, you have to pay. Taxes. You have to pay a premium to live here. You got to maintain this. Like, I, oh my gosh. Um. All but right. Yeah. Don't don't be dumb when you're going on your little summer outages and vacations and weekend trips and stuff because people are doing that now. People are starting to like now that it's summer, they're just starting to be a little looser, and it's like <laughs> quarantine. Who? Uh be just be smart please um and care uh, about other people so update so if you guys are new um and weren't around for last week's episode where have you been what up welcome so we started an etsy shop we did selling t-shirts uh custom pillows mugs uh face masks face masks like yeah, we launched it last Monday, Yay. and we already have nine sales, which is amazing. Boop, boop, boop. So I appreciate the support. Um, if anyone week. has ordered through it, we had a few friends, and then you know uh, we had a couple other um, uh, people. We had that, real customers, yeah, what we call customers. them, people who like found us randomly, and we're like, ooh, yeah. So that's definitely appreciated. Um, if you want to check out our Etsy store, the link is in the description of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still waiting on our shirts to to come in from coming uh what do you call it from being made but we do have one of them currently and you can get this on our etsy store i <laughs> we just want to share with you guys so if you're watching the video version of this podcast <laughs> go to youtube you'll be it. able to see i hope that looks good enough um, the way i'm holding it and it is a tank top yeah it's a tank top and this one says uh why lift weights when you can lift donuts look at the donut and yeah they're so cute. So you can get that. Get it's a face. it's in tank top form. And if you're not big on the tank top, we have it in just we a regular have a t-shirt. t-shirt. too. This is going to be my new workout tank top. <laughs> Whenever that happens. Yep. Oh, you, you do home workouts, so that works. 
He really just wanted to shove me <laughs> under the bus. If we did sound effects, that just would have been like, oh my god. Bro, he really, on the whole, he blasted me. I mean, you, you still do workouts. Podcast. Still, exactly. I'm just saying, you're you just, trying to make me. Oh, you just don't, you know, come out with me to do the work because I'm not trying to go to the German fested gym and also not be able to breathe because I'm an asthmatic in a mask and then my heart rates up. And yeah, I mean, like that's not a good equation. I'm sitting here wiping down everything and I have a mask on, I'm social distancing, you know. I'll no, but my thing. I'm more concerned that I'm like. Yeah, because my heart rate will go up and I won't be able to breathe in the mask. I already have issues with like high, if I do too intensive workouts yeah, with my breathing and stuff. So I'm like, I'm just not trying to mix that. But anyways, yeah, so I do my little home stuff now. I've transi- ugh, transitioned to yoga as of lately. So And those will yoga workouts be hitting. You know what? He's so nasty. I'm there to supervise the yoga. That's all I'm there to do. Make sure you're leave stretching to, enough. Leave it to a man to sexualize <laughs> yoga. What are you talking about? It's not yoga. I'm just I'm helping you with your stretching. Mm-hmm. Why would I be what like yoga's not that sexy? Mm-hmm. You know? You know? I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just watching making sure you don't pull a muscle as you're trying to yoga. <laughs> you know? Okay, um, sir. Anyway, uh, back to our shop. <laughs> so, check out our Etsy shop if you are interested. Um, we kind of want to put a focus towards. The focus is more towards uh, what, do you, what would you call it? Like, um, well, right now we do like categories. You well, mean? I'm just trying to say like our main. I, we already well, the main it, products are like T-shirts, coffee mugs, and face masks. And we right focus, now. yeah, between the T-shirts, um, <clears throat> and then also we kind of want to focus more towards like the wedding stuff. Um, yeah, it's a lot more of your area. So like the categories, we started kind of with like wedding, uh, beauty, Black Lives Matter, and podcasting, and motivational quotes, Yo, and all that. Black Lives Matter shirts be here and so, face masks. So we got. Uh, uh, a lot of that stuff and kind of some random shirts too, like the mm. cute little donut one and stuff. But we're trying to like put more of the focus on like engagement and wedding stuff and mm. the motivational quote stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're about. Yeah. So there goes our, our weekly we have, ad. We have 10% off our whole shop right now, which will not yeah. last forever. Right so, now for the next few um, weeks. 10% uh, off and free shipping off everything. So mm-hmm. take advantage while you can. But yeah, so it's called, because we haven't even said it yet, it's called Good Feeling Apparel. So it's etsy.com slash shop slash good feeling apparel. Link is in the description. But that's where you can find us. Um, <laughs> and yeah, once again, I appreciate everyone that has gone to the to our Etsy, Etsy shop and purchased something. Um, or thank you for like anything, like the shares on social yeah. media. People who have favorited our shop because that helps us get seen, mm-hmm. favorite our items. Things like that. So, thank you. Mm-hmm. We're excited, but it was a good launch week. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be active on there. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, let's get into the news. So, I know last week we talked about Nick Cannon. He got, you know, canceled and all that stuff. Um, he's still with Fox, so he's going <clears> to <throat> be the mass singer. And he got kicked from his Viacom CBS uh, relationship there. So, he's, he may not... As of now, I'll say 
he doesn't have oh, rights to Wild and Out. Like it was never his like show. He was just the host of it, even oh, though yeah. like it's literally been his since since we were teenagers. Wild yeah. Wild yeah, and Out's been like his. That happens with a lot of celebrities. I'm just saying, that's like wild. just because you're the face of it. Wild. Um. So Nick Cannon swiftly. I'm not sure if it, if it's a PR related thing. I kind of don't feel like it is because I kind of. I don't know. Nick Cannon, at least to me, gives me like those like <clears throat> like an honest person vibe. So I just think it's more from like an educational purpose and sharing it with everyone else that felt or well not felt the same, but wanted to be educated on what he said and why why it was wrong. So uh, Nick Cannon, like this, not this past weekend, but the weekend before or Monday or Tuesday, one of those days. It was after we recorded. Yeah. He brought he put up an episode with him and Rabbi Abraham Cooper, um, and I thought that was it was very interesting. I like their back and forth. Um, it was, I'll say this: if you go to watch it, there's you know there's two sides to a story. So as I'm watching this, and then I'm seeing I'm learning more about you know Rabbi Abraham Cooper is also saying stuff about Honorable uh, Minister Lewis. Louis Farrakhan, damn, I'm, bla- I'm killing the name. My bad. Um, and he's saying certain things about him, and I'm not sure what's true, but it's also like, uh, is this some type of like thing happening where this rabbi that's very well known and everything is also saying some things that are like questionable about someone else that is a prominent figure in, in the black community space, and it's just, ugh, it's touchy. It's, it's touchy um like i guess one of the comments was like how like way back he had an interview um uh, lewis farrakhan um had an interview saying how hitler was a good man and it wasn't based on like what he did because that was horrible and i guess jfk also said he was a great man also Again, I don't think they were basing it on like what he did. It was it was a separate take from that, um, Which and is... I don't really. I again, I'm not educated to speak on it. I would like but to I'm know just the going... redeeming qualities. <laughs> but okay, let me say this. Let me say this. Okay, if someone is a school shooter, sorry that that's uh, that's the best thing I could think of off the top of my head. Or someone that's a shooter goes in and commits an act or robs a place. That doesn't mean that they're just all bad. That's a bad act that they did. But that doesn't mean like, yo, this is a... Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like the degree also is different because, for example, like with the school shootings, like if a lot of these people tend to say that they're having the mental issues, um, mental health issues, Mm -hmm. then... They could kind of snap and have a moment. I mean, I'm not justifying this by any means, but they snapped and had a moment and then either maybe they realize that what they did was wrong or mistake or they end up taking their life and then you don't know. But with Hitler, I mean, he just kept going for years. Well, like uh, he, I'm, no remorse, no, what, like not, convinced oh so many gosh. people like i don't know i'm, I'm like talk uh, i get it i'm like I'm, I'm totally get it like they're bad people but i'm also just playing like the other side of it where it's like can you really dismiss someone for that act? Like, like here's the thing i'm one of those i believe 
It's hard to say there's bad, inherently bad children because children are products of their environment and what they're taught, what they see, who they're around, things like that. So when you're a child, it, I'm not one of those that's like, oh, if they're six and they're acting up, oh, they're just a bad kid. No, they're probably going through some stuff and you need to figure out how to best address the situation with that kid. But I mean, when you so like, I'm not saying he was bad since he was born, but I mean, there came a time where something switched yeah. and never went back yeah. <laughs> and he just was this person well, yeah, now, and, and not, he had to be accountable for that. Yeah, I'm not like I don't know. I'm just I was just thinking. I, I didn't watch the whole interview with to understand because a lot of people I guess use a clip of what Farrakhan said instead of like listening to the whole interview of what he said about Hitler. You know, I'm not justifying. Of course, we did killing anyone, let alone you know millions or thousands or you know just a lot of people. Millions, is, is ridiculous. We all yes. learned about this in school. It was, school was a long time ago <laughs> but yeah i'm pretty sure it was six million jews and then i think it was 11 million people total that is crazy that you Cause remember then, that because yeah, because that well it was kind of drilled in our head that was like the thing kind of similar to how like corona i feel like it's gonna be the thing with u.s history now yeah and how like okay 9-11 was like the thing with u.s history mm-hmm. versus like this was world history yeah so yeah uh, yeah i mean at the end of, i'm not saying like oh man hitler was a great person like obviously not but it's like i don't know it when someone says like someone like that's a good person like yeah obviously like eh, what do you mean mm. but then i i look at the other Especially side when it's somebody who like would be affected their like their family or something was affected possibly and then it's like you look at the other side and you play devil's advocate which ugh, again it's touchy and i really am uh-huh. not trying to Oh, here we go. Not trying to play on that fence. Here we go, everyone. Oh. But it kind of reminds me of something I would see in like 13 Reasons Why as to why, like. Here we go. Here's. Yeah, this is why it reminds me of 13 Reasons Why. I think the guy's name is Tyler. Yeah. So let's think. Tyler was, you know, kid minding his own business, living his life, whatever. Always was kind of like the kid that no one really wanted to talk to, the, the weird, weird kid. kid. Yeah. He hanged around. Um, you know, taking pictures and all that stuff. And then one of the football players, he was spoiler. sexually assaulted. Yeah. One of the football players did something that was very wrong to him. And it kind of just, it it changed him. Like, that that hurt him right. a lot. And right. I totally understand. Trauma, didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And then he takes his pain out on, you know, on those people that, you know, didn't didn't care about him. And now, I mean, you can kind of tie that with Hitler. Again, I'm not trying to. Not trying to. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing a freaking thing. I'm gonna stop now because it sounds ridiculous. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm He's sorry. Like, I'm just gonna. It sounds, walk this it sounds back. ridiculous. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I the just, point is, it was an interesting conversation to check out with Nick Cannon and the rabbi. Get, so check it I out. I get what you're saying. It's one of those things, though. It's 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 horrible because what he did was bad. Right. The thing <laughs> is, in healing from a lot of my own trauma, it's like you can't. You still can't justify the wrongs you do yeah. because of the trauma you've went through. Mm-hmm. You still have to like acknowledge that and learn from it and move forward and whatever. 
one, there was no learning and moving forward here. And two, this was kind of a big, big, big. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, it's way a to sucky deal thing with to it. even play, like, devil's advocate with because it's just like, Cause, yeah, we no, all, it's bad. We all have trauma. We all have things we went through, and everyone responds differently. And sure, not everyone has a support group or uh-huh. people around them that could help them heal or move forward or see a light or whatever. Mm-hmm. But still, you're ultimately responsible for how you live and how you respond because yeah. a lot of people too with trauma is either you become the same thing that was traumatic to you or you go the whole opposite way yeah whatever that is and i don't know i don't know but i just i'm gonna that's that's extra. i'm just going to say everyone should check out this conversation that you had i thought it was interesting another thing that the rabbi mentioned that i thought was also cool um just all yeah just understanding where the word ghetto came from and i guess it was it had a it was tied to like jewish people mm. um and then i don't know where i feel like i heard that before once upon a time but i don't remember somewhere along the lines it got associated to black people because i knew that for like the longest right and i'm just like hmm. wait so why why was that a thing what do you mean why I don't. I forgot the reason why, but oh, that's that. I just that's know that's great. where it Thanks came for from. Thanks for educating us. I just well, I'm just <laughs> educating you of the heritage of yeah. The word ghetto didn't come from black people. It came from Jewish people. Um, I assume it was used in a similar context as to why it was used for black people, especially like that are in not the greatest areas. Even people to this day use it. Mainly white people when they have money, they're like, "Ew, I don't want to go to the ghetto." Okay, the fastest thing I see on google the first thing that comes up origin of the term ghetto the term ghetto originated from the name of the jewish quarter in venice italy venetian authorities compelled the city's jews to live in the quarter which was established in 1516 look at that gem so i guess maybe it was about confining them all to an area i mean and that's essentially Um, what they did to black well what they did and still are doing to black people Right, I mean, this started a long time ago. Then, yeah, that's crazy. And that's why that was interesting in Nick Cannon's uh, interview with the rabbi. It's like, yeah, we have a lot of similarities because just like Jewish people and black people, like we we can relate to people not liking you. um, Yeah, just based on who you are, Mm -hmm. like something that you have no control over. It's like can't help i'm jewish i can't help i'm black like it's just like dog that's just what it is mm-hmm. um yeah it was it was really cool i just would say if you have it's like an hour 30 30 minutes somewhere around there um and i thought it was interesting to to watch <sighs> man now the next one is something that we talked about a few weeks ago and i hate to go back to it but we have to kanye Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. So we thought he was. That gonna... was the other thing. I remember now. Thank you for cutting me off. You're That's... welcome. <laughs> I was trying. I was racking my brain to remember a couple things that I had to bring up. So that was yeah. Okay. I have something about that. Okay, you had to like shout that that was something. <laughs> you couldn't just keep it to yourself. Yes, I'm like that kid in class that was like, ooh, 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 pick me. All right, continue. Dramatic. You fine. I know I'm fine. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Kanye had a rally. And it's just like, why? I thought he was done with this presidential stuff because he said on Twitter, like, he's done. Of course, no. 
he goes on his rally, and I'm sure we've all seen the clip about him being like, man, Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves. She just bought the slaves to other white people. Now, I will say that Kanye did not put it in the best way, best context, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Oh God! Hear me out on this one. <laughs> okay, I was oh, I was waiting. I'm do- like dog. I'm just giving hot takes for everything. Um, okay. Oh, uh, so he's not wrong because even though it's a wild statement, what you said, and <clears throat> you know we don't really think about this, but okay, Harriet Tubman she frees the slate like she she frees them from their, you know, let's say they're like cabins or their their sheds outside that the normally that what depicted to be living in we assume they they lived in back then frees them um and then takes them to a safer place where else is she supposed to take black people at a place that's majorly just you know just has white people around like where else other than taking them to better white people that aren't going to enslave them I mean, yeah. So, he's not wrong. I just think because Kanye, what he has always said has been very just touchy. Like, how slaves had a choice. And even that comment, I get what he's saying, but you didn't really have a choice. I mean, you have a choice, but if you try running off, you're going to be shot. Exactly. So, it's like, sure, if you want to be the most like particular yeah (laughs) yeah sure everyone has a choice i mean you could say it's the same thing people who are in jail have a choice but they're gonna they're gonna get a (laughs) consequence or they're gonna get tased or whatever it is if they try running away like it if you want to be real specific yeah sure but it's like yeah kind of I really don't know what to say with Kanye because I think he one minute you think he's bipolar and the next it sounds like he's just making it up because also within that rally he was like he broke down like seriously teared up and this is like a bipolar thing I swear where he's like um because the whole thing you know when you're running people want to know your stance on abortion and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like it sounded like he wasn't for it because he said how his dad like wanted to have him aborted and all that stuff and like he you know he started crying how he wouldn't be here um um what happened i guess something about i feel like they want to do that with their with his daughter yeah i heard that yeah and like he started tearing up about that and it's just like which that part bothered me because there's certain things that either should or shouldn't be said in public or Mm -hmm. at all at all is questionable. I mean, if you want to be that honest with your family at home someday, sure. But like, uh, now she's gonna she go on to her up. life, right? She has to grow up and learn that he said that, and they that didn't want just me. that, yeah, it just adds to. There we go with trauma again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I I didn't yeah. agree with that. Um, uh, and yeah. another thing with it, where. He mentioned, so he goes on his Twitter rants, and he mentioned how he's trying to go get a divorce, either his Twitter rant or at the rally. He's trying to get it. He's been trying to get a divorce with Kim for the past two years, ever since she allegedly, allegedly, because we don't know if it's true, 
had sex with Meek Mill uh, back when Meek came out of jail. He's doing this like whole police reform stuff. Um, Didn't they just have another kid in those two years? Okay, so interesting. I mean, that doesn't really people's mean logic. It it'll always astound me how people continue to have kids even though they shouldn't or like they need to separate or they're not going to be healthy parents or whatever. Those poor really, kids. I, I mean, I'm not taking care of that kid. They can. Have I know. I just think want. it's one of those. It's like it's not a kid's never going to heal your problems, but that's another conversation well, for another day. But yeah, so like. There's a lot of things happening, and he he started calling out Chris Jenner, saying that you know she's a white supremacist and stuff like that, and uh, like I don't know, and it it's interesting because yeah, like throughout this whole like rant that Kanye's been on for like the past few weeks, I check like Kim and Courtney and you know Kylie's and Chris's and you know all their pages, all the Kardashians, and no one's saying anything. There's no pictures of Kanye. There's no like it's just like our lives are are unaffected. And it's like, you know you're not living like this. You're just putting up like a like your like facade of yo, everything's good over here. So you wanna know what I think? Go ahead. Well <laughs> Oh boy. Hot takes. Oh god. There's this conspiracy there theory. We go. There we go. <laughs> yo, this episode is just gonna be hot takes. Like, that's all it There's is. There's this conspiracy theory. That the Kardashians brainwash the other people in their life. Like, literally, in like these, like. She's trying to get out and guys people right now. away. And, like, it's like a Have whole. A doctor cut it's their like brain a brain. Out. No, like, it's a programming and it's like a thing. And, you know, the Kardashians are the elite, they're up there. They clearly control a lot. They clearly have a lot of money, a lot of power. And for what exactly? But, um, yeah. So there's a conspiracy about that, and how that maybe right now stuff is essentially wearing off, and he's actually like when he goes through these episodes of saying stuff that seemingly sounds ridiculous, he's actually like coming to light, and like he's basically exposing stuff because he's becoming more himself again and he can like think for himself and like all that kind of stuff it's not that crazy if you think about it dog all you're doing is explaining get out to me you're saying someone got the camera and flashed him with the with little flash and he's like wait wait i'm back i'm going yeah again <laughs> like that's I what mean, you're telling me like here's the thing do we really think that the elite does not have powers and secrets and things that we have no idea exist like really would you'd be naive to assume you know they don't have other ways and whatever i I cannot confirm or deny okay well i'm just saying so i don't know that's a theory okay i don't know how i think about it but i just it's not that crazy actually because the thing is they paint the picture that like kanye is nuts when he does this Mm mm-hmm and then he'll go back into his shell, supposedly. Be quiet for, for a, a bit, while. You know? And it's like interesting. So like I don't know. I don't know. It's even if it's not that, I mean, it could be a whole traumatic kind of way of life anyway. Because think about it. People who are like severely abused do that. Where they have to be a certain way. They have to walk in a certain line and only say certain stuff, only look certain ways, all this stuff 
for the majority of the time. And then every now and then they snap. And if you're severely abused, that's never going to end well for you. And then you have to fall back in line. That's interesting. And so, I mean, even if you want to just go with that theory of they're controlling him that way, because let's also not leave out the fact that men can be abused as well. So it's like, I don't know. There's, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things that I feel like I look at him differently than I used to. You know, again, people want to paint the picture. He's just crazy. You know, listen to him. It's hilarious. All this stuff. But I'm like, I feel like there's something deeper happening yeah, here. Uh, yeah. There's actual. That's what, I'm to feel like. that's what I'm saying. There's issues here. And I feel like, yeah, when he got with the Kardashian clan, I feel like he got so much worse. I don't think he was this insane before then. Uh, <laughs> like, really? Like, as, like, this degree? I don't know. I don't know. He's kind of been, like, the... He's been different. He's been... Okay, but I don't know. He's very outspoken, so I don't know. Well, exactly. So don't you find it funny that then he goes on these, like, long stunts of not being outspoken, and then he snaps out of nowhere, is outspoken for a little, and then goes back in his shell? I have no idea. Because normally an outspoken person, if you're just naturally outspoken... That's you pretty much all the time. We see it like with the president, okay? He's that way all the time. Maybe they just give him a basic phone to to deal with and like, we'll take your smartphone for a bit. You have time out for a year and then you can have it back. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, I'm just saying. So there's something, there's something deeper there. Well, here's. It's more than meets the eye. Here's here's another take for you. However, you want to. So people are starting to think that Kaya may be racist towards black people. Sir. It sounds wild, but Sir. so you don't know Kanye that well compared to like people that, you know, have been rocking with him for a long Does time. Not own a mirror. I can I don't consider myself a hardcore Kanye fan, but you know, I'm a like <coughs> I'm a listener. I like a lot of his albums since I was a kid coming up, so uh, you know, yeah. Um so Kanye, for you not being familiar and those listening, He's always been like, yo, he wants to, throughout the years, maybe over the last like 10 years or so, he's always been like, I want to get in a, you know, get in the room with Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk. He just took a picture with Elon like this pat, like earlier this month. Um, uh, who else? Like Bill Gates. Like he's always trying to like get all the Jeff Bezos, trying to call out these, uh, these rich, wealthy men and say, hey, I want to work with you. I want to do this. Like, and it's like, stop, stop always calling out for these people. Like they clearly don't want anything to do with you. And he's been, he's, that's something he's always done for what like does the this longest. Have to do with being racist towards black people. Because of his comments when it comes to slavery and then him always wanting some, some to work with some white creator of something. So that's why people are starting I mean, to feel like. But that almost feels like a reach though, because to want to work with all these billionaires who, yeah, clearly the majority are white. Dog, that but you kinda... have nothing. But you have nothing. In, you, there's not a single. I'm a Kanye fan. Uh huh. Right? I'm not. I don't really. I'm like in the middle. I'm not like a like a casual listener that listens to every now and then songs or like hardcore like Kanye fan. I'm in the middle. I have not heard Kanye say anything positive about black people within the last. Let's say five years. Uh, I'm. I'm maybe even ten. Like mm. he, 
he's always had these like recently over the last couple years he's having these hot takes of like slavery's been this slavery's been that wow it's just like it's nothing good about like what should we be doing and like dog he's made like these songs like oh, oh like diamonds jesus walks like all these songs that you think would like okay this guy he he you know he's black he understands it he, he's coming with the movement but no like he's i don't know and if you would like to go deeper with the whole kardashian thing did you know armenians are considered white there we go dog i don't know what they're considered i just know they look white so they're white they're considered no so at this point so i saw something because someone was like kim k is not caucasian someone said the United States legally declared Armenians as white in the early 1900s. This means Armenians had access to white privilege and were able to eventually melt into the majority, a la the Irish or Italians. Yeah. The Kardashians are white. So, like, again, it's the white passing thing, but it's actually even more than white passing because it, like, was a thing. Like, they were established as you are a part of the white nation right now. Like, versus, say, like... Um, like a Puerto Rican who can pass as white, but they're technically Puerto Rican. Yeah. Like it's it's even more than that. So it's like I find that kind of funny now that you're saying this, because if you want to be technical, then not surprised. There's that part too. Not surprised at all. <sighs> yeah. People have something to say about them too. How it's like why basically everybody except Courtney why everybody in that family goes for black men. Like, even Kris Jenner now, after she was done with her second marriage and everybody. Because we're cool. And Kylie's the only one who, like, doesn't seem to date anybody, but at least publicly. Huh? Because we're cool. No, but I don't know. People are like, "Mm, it seems suspect. It seems like, because they're, look at them. They're the kind that, like, they're like they would show things off as trophies or something you know what i mean like i feel like it's not just a coincidence or a hey i like you for you kind of thing it it feels like it started with one person and then it just kind of expanded and it feels like a thing the only way i could think they would go for like someone else that was a different (laughs) race and the only thing i think of is it's either going to be white or black. I don't really see him stepping out of that. Like, it would have to be, like... Yeah, it's either going to be a wealthy black guy or a wealthy white guy. It's either one of the two. But, like, it depends on, I guess, their lifestyle. Because maybe a black person that's wealthy, depending on what they do for their career, will be more accepting to, like, be a part of, like, their reality show and stuff like that, maybe. I don't versus, know. like, a rich, like... Let's say well, a rich billionaire have- is like, no, I don't want to, like be out there i'm trying to i don't know i'm trying to have my own like privacy i don't know i don't know it just it feels a little weird because they do seem like that kind of family to like they seem like the stereotypes we hate where it's like they'll idolize they'll they'll fetishize that Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah it just kind of yeah rubs me the wrong way yeah so i don't know um well then so and a better news that isn't racism or well, hallelujah pretty much his last two topics talk about racism so michael b jordan <laughs> never mind <laughs> uh, okay then well no this doesn't but well i'll get into it let okay. me stop talking michael b jordan is mm. starting a 
<laughs> is starting a Hollywood has and every woman was like feel you feel you that's great all right continue he's starting uh, a change hollywood like petition uh he goes on to say hollywood has a history of racism excluding black no. talent silencing black voices derailing black careers and propping up policies and injustices hollywood break the pattern it's about that time um and then he goes on they want to with this change hollywood uh protests or campaign whatever you want to call it they want four things to happen um they want one divest from police to invest in anti-racist content invest in black talent and careers for invest in black communities and i thought this was interesting because uh i didn't know divest was a word divest 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 yeah it's because invest is you putting in divest you take i know i just never i honestly didn't know those words uh so we just saw fatal affairs that was on netflix with nia long right yeah so that was her first movie that she either she produced or co-produced. Okay. And one of the her takes on one of these interviews she's been going back and forth with, either for this movie or in a past movie that she did, she wants to see more black people like in the dressing room, like um, you know, writing the 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 content of the of the movie. Like just she wants to see more black faces instead of just seeing white faces whenever she is working yeah because i could imagine okay just as much as we see the representation on screen think of behind that Mm -hmm. like think of how not diverse the crew and everything else must be Mm -hmm. yeah that's true and people think that doesn't matter as much because we don't see that mm -hmm. so i bring that up to say you remember how i said uh probably a week or two ago i was like watching something no i was skimming through netflix and like some show came up um which like your classic like show where they have like the blonde hair blue eye like girl or guy and you know it's it was like a cw type show gave me that vibe and i'm just like uh this is corny you already know how it's gonna play out i just i don't want to see that yeah and i'm like yeah no wonder, you know, over the many hundreds of years that movies and shows have been a thing, you've seen white people play, you know, a plethora of different characters, an astronaut, a police officer, you know, uh, a superhero, like a bunch of different roles. You have seen this, uh, you know, your race being portrayed as these characters. You can be anything. But when it comes to black people, more so, you could say maybe the last... 20 years maybe even 30 we've seen these roles like change where you're not just seen as like a a, you know a thug that's gonna get arrested by police or you know the first black guy to get shot in in uh or killed in a horror movie and more and more this past even this last five ten years like with jordan peele coming out with get out Mm -hmm. us um you're just seeing more and more of this and i love it i love it I love it. Let like, this is what I'm talking. Like, everyone needs to be portrayed, and you know, you see. Um, I'm drawing a blank on like these movies that we had recently, where they had uh like Asian characters on it. What was the name of it? Damn, damn. That we watched. No, we didn't watch it. But like, again, representation for different races. So is like what a trailer every, what we put, saw or something. No, we didn't see it. I'm just saying it's a movie that came out like a oh. year or two ago. Um, I, I'm sure if you're listening, you probably already know. Or 
recall what I'm talking about. But I mean, there was filthy was rich Asians, one. but there was that. The problem was that was again, it kind of feeds into the stereotype. There's that. Was that a show? Right? It was a movie, I think. Uh, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, I, this is what this is what I love. Like, so show me. To, right, but it needs to progress. That it's like, like you just said, it's not the stereotypes of, like, for example, mm-hmm. the black person being killed off in five minutes and, and stuff like that, or like the stereotypical, this is how a black woman acts, and like kind of stuff like that. Like, it needs to be. How- let's just be a character we just saw like, like it does, you know we just saw warrior nun and i i liked how they portrayed the black woman in that at least to me man but then I, again it yeah could be looked at as a different way i liked the diversity of the main cast like yeah. the main three girls were all different mm-hmm. and one female empowerment it was it was a good yeah one. and then same thing that. with a uh, cursed where they had you know i didn't watch that one he watched that one. i really i'm really liking this because i feel like netflix because they you know they have these trailers they put up probably like a year or two ago mm-hmm. where they're like strong black lead and all this stuff and they showed like all their black like you know, yeah like characters and all that but like seeing these shows that are coming out and seeing that like for example stranger things they had the the little black girl and she was like sassy mm-hmm. and it's normally how they kind of the, yeah, yeah fed into the it service. just kind of does that i like how these characters that you saw in like warrior nun and cursed they're not like those type of characters they're like mm-hmm. they're just they're regular characters like nothing about them like gives you a like a, a trait of like this is how a right. black person is it doesn't further go into confirming like if somebody's growing up <laughs> <clears throat> and like learning oh this is how this person is or this mm-hmm. is how this race is and then we watch movies and shows and it confirms in our brain that that must be accurate like that's how we yep. that's how it is growing up if you look back at how you grew up and what you watched and stuff i mean that's how we learned about romance in a skewed way that's how we learned about how people look and act like all of it and that's why I say the issue with these with, with this pro with these protests, I should, I should say, um, and why some people don't relate what black people and you know minorities are saying when it comes to uh, Black Lives Matter is because you don't have a friend mm. Um, mm. that is like that is like a close friend, not like someone that right. yo I go to work and I see this guy or see this girl that's black all the time and say we say hi we have a brief conversation that's it. It like, feels more personal friend. when you, someone you love in your life is affected. And, and that's why. See, I understand. I get it. When like people, yeah, they have cops in their family and their friends and stuff. It's the same thing. You mm-hmm. feel more personally affected because this person you care about is going out and doing that every day. So like I get it. Yeah. But that's I think where you're seeing more of the divide mm-hmm. is people like me who I don't have cop friends or family, but I have black family, then you have people on the other side who have just cop friends or family and no black family or friends. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the divide is coming in of, well, I'm going to support this because that's what affects me. And I love how, and what I hope with this change Hollywood stuff, over the last few years, have you looked at a movie and been like, oh, that's a black movie? Like, was Fatal Affairs, did you consider that a black movie? I mean... Oh, boy. I don't know. I think maybe because, again, I've been trained to believe that if it's a mostly black cast, yeah, that that's Uh, kind of what it is. See, in my mind lately, I've... 
I don't really put that. I I kind of associate that with Tyler Perry, and that's kind of like, like my me issue. Out. It because it uh, sound okay. Fine, you're making it sound bad. No, go ahead. But Speak like the truth. I'm. It's one of those that again. That's how I learned growing up, and I think maybe as the generations go on, it's not going to look that way because if our kids just see it's just an array. No, but if our kids see an array of movies. Like, hey, this day I want to watch that one. This day I want to watch that one. And they just naturally have those diverse casts. It's not going to be a quote unquote black movie. Mm -hmm. But because of the time we're in and how I grew up. Yeah, it's like it feels like it was just separated. It feels like it was always like this is going to be an all white cast or this is going to be an all black cast. Mm -hmm. There was never like that nice in between. And there was never that. I don't know like it just so that's yeah so it's unfortunate because I don't like to think that way but that's how I like grew up well, that it's like <laughs> and and <laughs> I mean it's not in the fact that I don't think they were playing on stereotypes that's not what it is I think that's gotten no. better it's just the fact that like if it's mainly black they, like, oh, they black made movie. sure it was that kind of cast so and I, I feel bad because I feel like that's what happens is they have to they have to work so much harder to get that representation and to be like, all right, we're just going to go hard and everybody's going to be black in this film. And that's where I think it gets. Well, yeah, because I'm like, I what mean, people that's going to be annoying. What people didn't watch us because they're like, I see a black family. I don't know if I can relate oh, to this. Oh, come on. It was a, a thriller. What really? It's a black family. I can't relate to that. Okay, if it's a white family, I don't want to relate to that. I don't want to relate to a thriller. I'm not looking to relate to a thriller. It's so interesting. I'm not sure if we we talked about this on the podcast, but um, it's interesting because we'll go through this all the time where someone, Regis Phil, Philman, is it Phil Born? What's his name? Regis something? The guy that just passed away that was a. Philburn. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of people that that are white that you like know the names of like without a problem right and again that's and yeah. like dog that's I, how you're raised you then. show me a face of who they are i'm like oh yeah i know this person yeah. but i don't like i know more black actors and which makes sense. And all that stuff because like th- those are ones i can relate with like i can't relate to this no offense this guy, man passing away right and i'm just like which again okay. makes sense because that's in our youth that's how it was is you want to see your representation representation and i'm over here watching well let's be honest what was on because it was mostly white people mm-hmm. i didn't have to look for representation yeah i just I, sit there and watch bet for right like i just stuff right let's talk about that okay there we had to have a specific black entertainment channel mm-hmm. on the tv and I remember all oh, those little things. Oh. oh boy! This always bothered okay. me. Oh god! Is my parents would be like, "Why do we have to have a black entertainment oh, channel?" I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And again, okay. <laughs> you have white people. Damn! Is it too are, late to file for a divorce? You know what? Like, you got, excuse me. Yeah. You're not married to them. You married to me. So, sir, no. But again, perspective. You have people born in the 50s and 60s who are white, 
and raised a certain way. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not this like, hey, I'm a racist. It's this thought process because we've talked about it before how mm -hmm. i used to think the all lives matter thing it's yeah. this thought process that you grow up basically around all white people and that's your reality and so then you get in this thing of well i don't understand why they need that because they could just be in other stuff on other channels it's one of those that they think it should be just as easy. They're people. And it's it's, it's one of those. It's like innocent. No, but listen, it's innocent enough because they're coming from a perspective of they think that everybody should have the same rights. You know what I mean? Like they think, hey, yeah. why can't they be in the movie if this person can be in the movie? Why do you have to have your if own they, thing? Come join us. Well, right. And they, it's this thought process of if they're a good actor, they'll be casted. That's it. Oh, like it's. Hope. What? We hope. Well, but that's the thought process. So it's like this innocent kind of thought process, but it comes out a certain way. And so yeah. I remember, and I was like a teenager and stuff, and I'd hear her say that. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it was one of those that I didn't really like challenge it at the time. And I didn't really. Well, yeah, because you I, don't have a black friend to really. Well, like right. But I, I thought about it and I was like, there must be a reason. You know, I didn't really have the knowledge that I have now, but I thought to myself, I'm like, there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if they have that, that's a good thing. Like it, I, I felt maybe it was a step in the right direction, but you know what's funny is maybe it's not. Because if you think about it, it kind of sucks that you had to have your own channel. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly when we come full circle, that's the problem, yeah. is that it's now 2020, and we're talking about being able to be more diverse on the set and on the screen. Like, really? Like, it took this long to be able to just be like, <coughs> like, hey, you want to be on Nickelodeon or, you know, Cartoon Network or wherever the heck you want to do whatever on any channel. Sure. Like anybody can come to any audition and you're casted strictly based on your talent. Like mm -hmm. it took that long. So that is sad. Like you had, and you had to have one channel, one little channel, just one. Like, really? Pretty much. And I remember it was one of those things that, yeah, coming from a pretty much all white background of everyone surrounding me, I never watched BET because I felt like it wasn't for me. But actually looking back, I feel like it would have been a good thing. I feel like a lot of white people probably think oh let's stay away from BET it's not my content but if you think about it maybe the world would be a little more well-rounded if if we did you know we would learn things from different way we would learn more about your family structure and your culture and like things that we were never like submerged with if you're just around white people all the time yeah, that's the part I never understood. Like we we have our kids go to like you know you have these culture days back in uh you know elementary oh, school, mm -hmm. but we we stop like we it just stopped there. It didn't True. like translate to like outside of school. Well, and it also didn't go through the grades either. You know, yeah. you if you think about it, we do all these creative things for elementary school students, but once we get into middle and high school, it's strictly about test scores and like just drilling stuff into your memory. It's not mm -hmm. about the person anymore. 
like it should be yeah why why can't that continue because if anything it could get deeper as you get older about like hey here's something that like i remember and this was in my italian class so again it had to be like a language it wasn't just like a regular class so i think it should expand but like for my italian class i made italian wedding cookies and it was because i mean i was kind of bringing out my italian side um Yes, it was kind of for an Italian project, obviously, but it was cool because I felt like more connected mm-hmm. to that and that I could like share that. Um, but I feel like just in a regular class, like that should just progress. Mm-hmm. Like, because that would be cool. Like as a kid, you start with like little basics and then as you grow older, like you can so, really learn about I love, people. I was talking with my friends the other day how like they had a uh, Jamaican food and stuff. Well, not had, but like, like they eat Jamaican food. And I'm like, that's so dope that like, <laughs> yeah like you're not stuck in your your realm of like food you you branch out to like having spanish food or um asian food or you know whatever race food like this honestly same like i want to i want my kids to try things younger like for example even mexican food oh delicious we just didn't do it because they weren't about spice. Ooh, they're going to be about spice. And as much as I'm not about it, because Ooh. then it kind of translated to me, I still want my kids from a younger age to decide that for themselves. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, what if you like it? Like, then you could like it forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who am I to, like, take that experience away? Mm-hmm. And, and because... Yeah, we learn a lot as kids. And so then we get stuck in these routines of, well, this is the food I'm comfortable with. And if you don't branch out when you're young enough, chances are you're probably not going to because then you're like, oh, I just don't want to try something I don't like. Pretty much. So. Mm. It's not even the spice. It's the flavor that comes. I mean, yeah, but our kids would probably like spicy anyway because they'll be raised on, you know, your family's food, too. But I'm saying from other cultures dog i'm down don't don't tempt me we will we will freaking go to brazil spot we will go to a thai place we would hit i need some food buddies we would hit everything Mm. yeah um but yeah i I had to share that because it's just like yeah a lot of change needs to happen i think it's good it's not just even hollywood like you need it in the seeing this with the corporate world where it's like okay in this company how many of the how much of the the managers at the top you know are black well, like what's happening yeah and we talked about that how that happened with the makeup companies they got called out yeah. by the huge uh black influencer jackie Ina, and and she was just like people need to be honest about their numbers in upper management what do they look like not just your store level associates who's making the big bucks up there mm-hmm. that matters yeah because yeah. do you think that you know as a race that they're not able to Climb that high. Are you? Because there's the ceiling that gets established. You know, they always talk about breaking the glass ceiling. Okay, well, black women have to break so many more glass ceilings than I do. Yeah. What's with that? And it hit. This is kind of like a curveball. It doesn't fit within race. But I was also saying this uh, around the time we were getting married, where I'm like, okay, cool. I'll be getting a pay raise since I'm getting married. We don't realize the corporate world, there is, uh, there is like a, a, stigma not stigma there's a barrier if you are a single person male or female and you are not married yep where it holds you back it almost doesn't look mature enough and then if you don't have kids 
that's that's another barrier so it's like again which is so ridiculous in its own right because you have no business of my personal life that has no bearing on my profession professional life I, at I all for like, sure feel if i went to an interview had my ring on and you know we got talking and they see my ring that you know that's I, dumb as I crap then, bring up my kids then, then you could See, that's so dumb. You could buy a $30 ring and pretend you're a married man. That's true. But literally, I, who's going to do that? Who's, who's realistic? I'm just saying, but that's like, that's so, that's but how ridiculous it is. I'm just saying, is. like, that's, that's just what it is. Like, it's, yeah. In, I'm not saying that just to, like, oh, no, that's not true. Like, I've heard this in, from other, like, YouTubers, and I'm like, I'm glad it's, this it's is that, real. Uh, what is it? Persona? Like, it's, it's the illusion of this person has it all together. Exactly. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> okay, honey. Because how many people who are married with kids have basically nothing together? Come on. Oh, if anything, you get crazier as you have more kids and you get older. Man, this is about to be a long episode. <sighs> I'm with it. You with it? I got one more topic, then we can get a relationship advice. Okay. Now, this one's wild. So, this one, have you heard about uh, med bikini? Mm-mm. So, essentially, I guess there was a study um, for vascular, what was it, va- like vascular surgery? Um, okay. Where, like, they did a study um, at Boston Medical Center. I'm trying to figure out the words to, like, describe this because it, it really does not make any sense. But, essentially, the study concluded that one half of the recent and soon to be graduating vascular surgery trainees had an identifiable social media account with one quarter of these containing either clearly unprofessional or potential potentially unprofessional content so essentially this group of people that were part of the what was it the boston mm-hmm. boston uh medical center went through these trainees and was like, yo, your bikini picture you got there, girl, that's not professional. Uh, you holding a beer there? And a, a lot of it was the majority of people that were that were circled out of this <laughs> a study that they had were women, obviously. So there's a lot of backlash as to how come I can't have a picture of me being at, you know, at the beach in my bikini or by the pool in a bikini just living my life. So there's currently a hashtag going around, going around that's med bikini, um, or you'll see, what do you call it, like a, a unprofessional med Twitter, and like people are like essentially posting things and like, yo, is this unprofessional or inappropriate? Like me being post Malone for Halloween is that considered? Like, mm-hmm. it's just so many things. It's like. It's, it doesn't affect with how so, I'm working. I think I, I saw this on TikTok a day ago, but I didn't realize it was the med bikini trend or that it was this thing. I didn't really hear about it. Mm-hmm. There is this anesthesiologist that I follow on um, TikTok, and she is awesome, first of all. Um, she's known for kind of speaking out when stuff is bullcrap. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's like not taking it because she, again, is in this this position as a minority woman of being like why not like why is this a problem why like what are we gonna say about this so she did this where it's like the trend where they um she's dressed as one thing and then she ends up dressed as another where they sit down and it transitions so she's in her scrubs at first 
and then she's in her her bathing suit and it says it says a study in 2019 by male vascular surgeons wrote that female physicians who wear bikinis on social media are unprofessional and she said, it's 2020, not 1820. Women in healthcare can wear what they want during their free time and still save lives. Mm-hmm. Period, boo. I was here for it. I didn't realize that that was the same thing that you were just going to say. Like, so I saw that. First of all, she killing it. That bathing suit was made for her. Like, oh, my God. But period. Yeah. Period. Why is a bathing suit a pro- <laughs> Yeah, we're done. Bra- and, I, uh, and it's. It's men telling women that they can't do something. Mm -hmm. That's the problem here. It's always the problem. Because I'm sorry. So if that's the case, man who takes his shirt all the way off to mow his lawn and to go in the pool and go to the beach and all this stuff, you can't do that anymore. You got to keep that shirt all the way on because why should I see your nipples? That's unprofessional. You can't be doing your job like that. So exactly. Why can my body be clothed appropriately for the beach? But that's unprofessional. And what does that have to again for this? Again, what does any of that have to do with my ability to work? That's what I hate. That's what I hate about piercing problems, tattoo problems in the workplace, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. What does that have to do? It's not like I'm out here doing something bad. Okay. Like, no, no, I'm ma'am. With you, bro. No, ma'am. We're not having that around here. I'm with you, I Brody. don't like it. I'm with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to share that one because I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, it's what? What is happening? absolutely, completely ridiculous. Um, it's a bathing suit. Man. Now, to wrap this, this episode up, guys, <sighs> we're going to close out with some relationship advice, as obvious. Um, and this one is uh, it's an interesting one aren't they all (laughs) yeah pretty much um so this one is this is a 16 year old male he is mixed with black and white and he is currently living with his white grandparents but uh they have an issue with uh he has an issue with their opinions so he goes on to say my grandparents watch the news all the time and see the black lives matter protests or stories all over the news they get tired of seeing it i guess they make it seem like something that is annoying like he puts in quotes uh just to get over it type of thing a lot of people are like that yep but me sitting here listening to them complain about it i eventually tried to explain to the best of my ability of what i thought the black Lives matter movements were supposed to represent and that it's more than just looters and this and that but they don't seem to understand anything and it's hard just uh, it's hard because they won't be able to relate to what i'm saying because they aren't black and won't experience the same problems as a black male in today's society i feel this is a deeper topic than what i'm willing to discuss with them because i'm afraid they're there will be things said that will ruin the relationship even more i don't know what to do i don't want to attempt to help them understand anymore but i'm tired of them uh, freely saying things they say knowing that i'm sitting right there listening to it and i thought this was interesting because yeah baby blood only ain't always good for you and it doesn't mean forever either it may be in you but if that's if that's not good for you if they end up saying things 
that but he lives with them. The, all right. So what does well, he do? You so okay. He's 16, like. Fine, I get it. So yes, you survive for now. But eventually, when you can get out, you can decide if that's gonna be an okay relationship for you. Because if they can't accept your black side, that's part of you. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I was like, damn. I'm like, I don't know how I'd feel whether the shoe was on the other foot of like, right? You know, our kid having an issue with uh, my parents. You know, because they, they're saying some wild stuff about um his or her white side mm-hmm. or it, you know be the other way where it's like mm-hmm. damn we have a kid and your parents are saying something right. about his or her you know black side or whatever right and it's just like damn mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's wild <laughs> like i get it i get it so the people that don't understand that outside the box they're like yo what are you what are you guys complaining about everything's fine We're, we live in america everyone's free so this reminded me how <clears throat> I don't know. I forget what post I t- took these off of a few days ago. <sighs> Some stupid post on one of our local forums about it turned into All Lives Matter again and all that stuff. So this one says saying All Lives Matter is like screaming, I have a birthday too at someone else's party. Exactly. And then if All Lives Matter to you, then Black Lives Matter shouldn't trigger you. Yeah. You know, I, another funny one is uh, when you tell your tell your uh, girlfriend you like this dick, she's like, "I like all dicks." Okay, first of all, my eyes bugged way out because I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> oh, like, that's wild! But I was taken back. I did not think he was going to say that. Um, <laughs> but that's funny. Exactly. Would you like if I said that? Exactly. uh, Exactly. No, but I like the one about how if all lives matter, then why does black lives matter trigger you? Because they're a part of it. Like, it's a Mm -hmm. very good one, but they they would have some argument, but still. Yeah. Like, Like, well, we don't have to loot. You guys can peacefully protest. You guys don't have to be blocking highways. You didn't, like... So right. you're telling me you just want me silenced and out of your way like it has been for decades and yeah. That's that's all I'm hearing. Exactly. You're inconveniencing me now. Exactly. That's a problem. Exactly. You can't you can't inconvenience the white man. You cannot. You need to tone that voice down real quick. That's what they would say. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I didn't even mean towards that. That was a great joke. I didn't even try to do that. I meant like in that tone of voice, they yeah. would say it like that. But that's a good one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, they would say that to you. <laughs> oh my god! But <laughs> like, like, how do you not like talk? What you ever said it in the voice and everything? I'm like, that's how they would talk. It's okay. like a put down. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but um. Yeah, if you're yeah. if you're a kid going through that, that sucks. I'm sorry whether it's I like you had a different living situation but and you see this like you see it with like there was a girl i think we talked about this you know a few months back how it was a white girl and she had to t- like tell her parents about this because they felt mm. pretty much how his grandparents feel mm. and like they weren't agreeing with her and they felt differently and you know they got into fights and it's just like all right it's fine let's just not like i'm here for the moment but once i'm able to you know be on my own don't really expect much from me because yeah you guys clearly have a, a skewed view on the world and i like 
It's a problem it's when... Just, yeah. It hurts when it's like, they're like tired of hearing about it. And it's like, you want to just be like, I'm tired of living it. Like, what you got to say? Like, as the kid and like... I feel for that kid because they just want to go and be like, all right, so what? You're tired of me and my problems? And to know that, like... Can I not talk to you about my problems? Like, is that going to be too much for you? Am I going to be saying too much and, like, it go on forever because it happens all the time? Is the that a lot? Is, like, with that kid, like, if he's living with his grandparents, he's clearly living with them for a reason. It's my <laughs> assumption. Whether his, right. his mom and dad, you know, aren't together and they could possibly be passed away or you know whatever the case is so it's I mean, like or just not able to care for the kids whatever the reason usually. is but i'm just like damn so you have to deal with that on top of the the people that you're living with like not accepting you but in an indirect way because they're not directly saying yo we don't you know rock with you but indirectly they're saying we don't like this movement which this movement is impacting your life like I, yeah yeah what can you do that's, that's what's sad. happening with the, when it comes to a lot of these like older people they're stuck in their ways and it's so annoying and i can't wait for that to not be a thing it's a nice way to put it pretty much i say it all the time i just i, I can't wait because the, the kids coming up now yes you're still gonna have people that grow up and right. don't like that never people but the kids going up now were a lot more accepting like for example this whole face mess stuff I feel like there's a lot more people that are our age and younger that are like, it sucks we have to wear this face mask, but you got to do it because we just want to get this over with. Mm-hmm. Versus a lot of these adults that are older, like, no, my freedom's was, being imposed impo- on, like, all, I was all this stuff. Of, I was talking about this with a bridesmaid today, is that the wearing the face mask is just a sign of respect for other people at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, us being like, hey, this situation stinks, and like, yeah, but like, doing it for each other like that's what it is Mm -hmm. um it's a sign of hey i care about you too it's not all about me yeah so i thought that was cool exactly oh man i'm ready to wrap this bad boy up this episode was a lot of fun with a lot of hot takes and uh yeah it's spicy yeah we need dinner um anything else dinner nothing else all right so guys (laughs) you know what i gotta say Guys. please take a moment to check out our etsy shop link is in the description you don't Get have it. to purchase a single thing just all go on you have to purchase all of it that'd be that'd be great but you don't <laughs> have to. um could you imagine i would die and i would send you a personalized shirt signed with my name on it or well, with our names on it if that was if that was to happen but it, it, it's unlikely but hey i mean if you unlikely. want it to happen it's unlikely oh that that someone will buy everything on you on, think i'm just saying but if you were Sheesh. this is what you'd get as the prize uh, um with that being said uh, at least if you can take a brief moment <coughs> hit the link at uh, in the description and just favorite our etsy shop it would be much appreciated um it just helps us you know similar to like youtube where it's like you subscribe you know, it'll help us throughout the whole like Etsy algorithm and hopefully will be more of a, a preferred shop for them to continue working and showing us to other people that are looking for the items that we have. Um, yeah, just just trying to start another business. That's that's all we're looking to do. And it's so far going well um, after wrapping up the first week going into the second. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
with that being said guys i hope everyone is out there staying safe socially distant staying away from that rona and uh yeah once again i'm shadell co-host of page on the simpsons i'm joined by my lovely wife lauren and we will see you guys next week Bye. peace out that was a titan cast episode